0: Brown, Mysteries, Adventures in Excitement and Suspense, based on the best-selling novels by the slick storytelling sensation Carter Brown. ever sat in the living room with a group of people after an announcement that one of them was a murderer? It's not the most soothing sensation. To reassure myself, I reminded me that I was Mark Hunt, insurance investigator, and what else could I expect if I insisted on investigating insurance? But it didn't help much. The rest of them, Lila Goldbright, Roger Beavis and his wife Mavis, the Romanian, Degrescu, and the hunk of beefcake, John Cross, Sat in a silence that was louder than screaming. Finally, de Grescu got to his feet. It is no use sitting here like dummies. The police must be fetched. I shall get the launch and go. Now, wait a minute. Wait sir. for what, Mr. Hunt? I thought we decided the butler should fetch the police. We did not decide. You did. It makes sense, doesn't it? If one of us goes, he or she might not come back.
1: Do you insinuate that I... I'm, I'm
0: insinuating nothing. I just think it's better that all of us stay on the island. I think he's right, de Grescu. But I do not cross... Who is he to order anyone around? Never mind that. The butler goes and you stay. I shall be back in about an hour. I'm sorry, pal. You won't be back because you're not leaving. Take your hand
1: from my arm. Uh,
0: I was expecting that. Oh, if you want to fight, I'm happy to oblige.
1: Michael! Stop them, Roger! No need, Mavis. Oh.
0: Just for good luck.
1: Oh.
0: Now, Beavis... Would you like to get the butler and send him for the police? All right, Hunt. But I don't think you should have had him. What else was I supposed to do? Stand still and make like a punching bag? Go on,
1: Roger. Do as he says. Very well.
0: We'd better get the police here before everything degenerates into a wholesale brawl. Lila, suppose you and Mavis do something about coffee.
1: That's a good idea. Come on, Lila. All right, but what are you going to do about Michael?
0: Let him sleep it off on the floor. That was quite a nice piece of work, Hunt. Where'd you learn to fight like that? Special Service Division. Yeah, so was I, 9th. Oh, Europe, huh? I was with the 12th in the Pacific all the time. <laughs> the Grescu had it coming. Poor Clem was right. That Will was a direct invite to murder. And the thing that worries me is Lila. Because of what she said, you mean, about being suspected of it? No. Because she'll be next on the list. Next on... Of course... She inherits, and that makes de Grescu suspect number one. Oh. He's coming too. Uh. What? I... I will remember that, Hunt. Oh, that's okay. Add it to your other treasures.
1: The coffee's just about ready. Lila's bringing it in.
0: Oh, great. Oh, I left my cigarettes in my room. Keep the coffee hot for me. In the turmoil and tension, I'd forgotten about the mysterious voice and the equally mysterious vision of Henry Goldbright back from the dead. I made the excuse about my cigarettes because I realized here was my chance to do a little looking around. I went upstairs and tried the door next to my room. It wasn't locked. I stepped inside and shut it quietly. The first thing I looked for was there. A ventilator in the wall separating this room from mine. Then I started on the drawers and the wardrobe and finally the suitcases. In the third suitcase, I struck it lucky.
1: Find what you were looking for? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, Mavis, I did. A throat microphone, an amplifier, grey wig, grey moustache, spirit gum and phosphorescent paint.
1: The real little detective, aren't you?
0: It was when you told me it worked in burlesque and once worked with a magician. Nifty gadgets, these throat mics. Fit them onto the throat, they amplify the vocal cords and produce that horrible whisper. And the wig and mustache with a suit treated with a luminous paint provided quite an effective ghost.
1: I thought so.
0: Of course, it was your husband, Roger, who did the talking and the appearance with the amplifier and the ventilator. Oh, you must have been downstairs turning on the musical effects, that Beethoven record.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, what I don't get was why why the elaborate setup to give me the idea of a photo of Henry's murder. What did you expect me to do?
1: I hoped you'd mention it.
0: I still don't get it.
1: I was out there on the jetty when Henry came over the balcony. I had the camera with me. It was terrible.
0: And you got a photograph?
1: No, I didn't. I was so scared, I didn't even look up. But afterwards, it occurred to me that if Henry had been murdered, and if I had a photograph... It'd be worth a lot of money to the murderer. So? So I talked. I dropped hints to everyone about the camera and about Henry.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Figuring that the murderer would know what you were talking about because he'd have seen you from the balcony.
1: He or she, I wouldn't know. Then the next morning, there was a note under our door addressed to me. It said if I left the negative in an envelope in the second drawer of the bureau, I'd be paid $20,000. What did you do? I left a note there saying that I wanted the cash first. In the morning, the note was gone, but there was no answer. Then, when you arrived...
0: You hit on this weird and wonderful way of giving me the idea that a photo existed.
1: Yes. I wanted you to talk about it, but you didn't.
0: So then, you dreamed up the gag of Roger playing ghost, taking the precaution of removing the clip from my gun first.
1: Yes. Yes. Neither Roger nor I figured on Lila being with you. Fortunately, he had the throat mic and used it to distract your attention and get away.
0: Yeah, but why go to all that trouble in the first place? Why invent a photograph that doesn't exist? You could have got yourself murdered, you know.
1: We needed the money. Henry withdrew his backing for Roger's factory and we've got a big project underway. But it won't be ready for market for another three months. We we'll go bankrupt if we don't get some money to see us through.
0: Seems a heck of a risky way of getting it. Well, I'll shut this case. We better get downstairs back to the others.
1: You're going to tell them?
0: No, I don't think so. You've been a big enough dope to deserve it, but I don't see how it's going to help anybody. Besides, that gag about the photograph might prove useful yet. <laughs> There was a grey dawn breaking outside, and the rain had come back. I figured that the police had brought it with them. The local lieutenant, a short, stocky guy named Wilder, who obviously considered me an amateur and a nuisance, started asking questions. He didn't stop for two hours, getting nowhere and covering the same ground so many times that everybody was sick and tired of it. Everybody except Wilder, that is. He was the original persevering kid. It's a conspiracy. Here's Clem Goldbright lying dead on the jetty, just like his brother. And what do I get? Nothing but dumb looks and even dumber answers. Some of you must know something about it. One of you, at least, is a murderer. Maybe more than one. Maybe all of you are in a conspiracy. Now, why don't you talk some sense, Lieutenant. I'm fed up to here with all the yackety yak. I want to get to bed. Don't you talk to me like that, Hunt, or I'll toss you in a cell and I'll break you with that insurance company. Oh, nuts. Much as I dislike to agree with Hunt, he is quite right. You have asked all your questions, Lieutenant, many times. I suggest you let us get some rest now. We shall all be here. There is no way to leave the island except by lunch. So you can question us later if you wish. All right. But don't think you're going to get away with this, any of you. I haven't started on you yet. Lieutenant, you kill me. With repetition. We'll take Clem Goldbright's body back to the mainland. And we'll take your launch too, Mrs. Goldbright. But Lieutenant... Sorry, ma'am. But that way I can make sure you all
1: stay here. (laughs) Pleasant dreams. Pleasant dreams? Is he kidding?
0: There's a guy with a gruesome sense of humor. He'll be leaving one of his men on guard here, surely. He didn't mention it. But we're marooned on the island now, and there's a murderer among us.
1: Roger, don't keep saying that.
0: I haven't said it before, my dear.
1: Well, everybody else has, and I don't like it. I
0: agree. It is not a cheerful thought.
1: It's about as cheerful as a wet Sunday in an igloo.
0: Personally, I think we all ought to hit the hay and get some sleep.
1: Sleep. I don't think I'll ever sleep again. Now, take it easy, Lila, honey. Come on, Roger and I'll take you upstairs.
0: Yes, of course. along, my dear. You'll see that you're all right.
1: Thank you, Roger. You too, Mavis. You're sweet. Hunt,
0: Cross, you're not letting her go with them? Why not? What if one of them is the killer? Lila is in danger. I will go after them. They will not try anything if I am there. Hey, now. No, let him go, Cross. Are you crazy? I'm not supposed to have any brains, but the identity of the murderer sticks out a mile to me. DeGrisco? Sure. He's got that collector's kink. He wants those paintings and he doesn't care how he gets them. And with Clem dead, there's only Lila standing in his way. Now, come on. Don't bust your blood vessels. DeGrisco's the killer. He won't dare try anything with Roger and Mavis there. If it's either of them, he's there. What if the beavises are in it together? Well, you can stay if you like. But if I catch that de anywhere near Lila's room, I won't be responsible for what happens to him. I was left alone in the living room. I had a last cigarette and a last drink and listened for any uproar from upstairs. But there wasn't a sound. I figured everyone's nerves had probably calmed down and they were all safely in bed. I finished my drink and decided to follow their example. It was pretty comfortable under the blankets with the weather whining outside. I was just dropping off to sleep when a stray thought slid into my mind. A thought so obvious that I could have kicked myself for not remembering it before. It concerned the non-existent photograph that the Beavises had dreamed up. Only Roger and Mavis and I really knew that the photograph didn't exist. As far as the others were concerned, it could be real. I turned over on my back and reached for a cigarette and started to think of what use I could make of that when something was added to the music of the weather. It was the Beethoven music. I leapt out of bed, grabbed my gun, and had just reached the door when the sounds came. I yanked the door open, charged into the corridor and cannoned into Cross. Lila, that was Lila. She was the next on the list in the got her.